Breonna Taylor was not the first Black woman to die as the result of racialized police violence, but in 2020, her story resonated in Louisville and across the United States. And because of that, her name highlights the injustice for all Black women who died under similar circumstances. WFPL's Ryan Van Velzer has the story on how a movement came to say her name. The night they killed her, police did not say her name. The first news reports led with an account of a shootout that left one officer wounded and one woman dead over a drug investigation. Here's WHAS 11. Police have not released her identity yet and are still investigating what her role was. At this time, police have not said if she was armed. Her mother, Tamika Palmer, told Vanity Fair last year she learned Louisville Metro Police shot and killed her daughter from the news. The officers who fired their weapons in the middle of the night raid a year ago weren't wearing body cameras. Here's LMPD Major Paul Humphrey talking to Wave 3 in May of 2020. A unit such as narcotics, they may not wear body cameras due to the desire to protect some of the people that they interact with and protect their investigation. So there was no way to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. And like other black victims of police violence, her name was nearly lost to history. Of course, there are exceptions. Some police and vigilante violence is so horrific and public, America hasn't been able to look away. The lynching of Emmett Till, the beating of Rodney King, the choking of Eric Garner. Louisville poet Hannah Drake notes that most of the examples are men. If I asked you right now to tell me five black men that have been killed by the police or some neighborhood vigilante, you can do that easily. But if I ask you to tell me the names of five black women that have been killed by the police, at best, you would say Sandra Bland. And in spring of 2020, there was little else to distract unemployed, outraged, and stuck-at-home Americans. The timing was critical in the world taking notice of Taylor's story between the pandemic and the carnage on display through videos of the killings of Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd. The country was primed to amplify stories of racial injustice. As Drake says, For eight minutes and 46 seconds, America was on display to America. In the absence of video footage of Taylor's killing, the world gathered behind a different message. The Say Her Name campaign was a crucial element in lifting Taylor's name into national and international consciousness. The African American Policy Forum actually began that campaign back in 2014. The goal was to bring awareness to the, quote, often invisible names and stories of black women who have been the victims of violence at the hands of police. Again, here's Drake. I mean, it's short, it's simple, and a reminder. If you have nothing else in this world, you have your name. Black Lives Matter helped spread that message. They used an organizing structure in place across the country because of unjust killings of black people, beginning with Trayvon Martin in 2012 and growing with the deaths of Eric Garner and Michael Brown. There were things that were happening back to back to back to back in 2014. That's Chanel Helm. She's a lead strategic organizer for Black Lives Matter Louisville. Louisville was dealing with its own racial tensions then. One spark was a series of cascading events that ultimately led to the wrongful arrest of four black teenagers. It started when a fight broke out on a Tark bus and a 14-year-old boy was stabbed to death. After a memorial for him, an estimated 200 teenagers ransacked downtown. 
That night, LMPD wrongfully arrested four black teenagers. They just happened to be sitting on the porch and the police chose them. And so that's the misidentified four. The following year, Louisville Metro government settled a lawsuit over the wrongful arrest for one and a half million dollars. That incident and others prompted the Louisville chapter of Black Lives Matter to protest outside LMPD headquarters, shut down Bardstown Road, and hold candlelight vigils, often in solidarity with BLM groups around the country. What happened to the misidentified four helped to create the advocacy structure that came to exist in Louisville by the time police killed Taylor last March. For one of the four, Craig Dean, her killing and its aftermath brought back memories of his own experience. Plus, he knew her. The three officers involved, we want them arrested. We Say want that. the pensions taken away from them. Say that. We, want them we want them charged for murder. Say that. She does not deserve that. She had a heart made of gold and she'll do anything for any one of y'all out here. Say that. And it's hurting. He made those comments at a small rally led by Helm outside the mayor's office last May. Organizers like Helm help to record and curate the stories of people who lose their lives to police violence. And that's what I tell them. You have got to remember who your loved one is and keep that centered because people will make sure that they will erase us as if we have never existed. Taylor was a 26-year-old emergency room technician working at two area hospitals at the onset of a global pandemic. At a time the world heralded healthcare workers as heroes. The image of a smiling tailor dressed in her EMT uniform holding a bouquet of flowers, combined with the details of how she died, helped her story go viral. For Louisville civil rights activist Maddie Jones, the images were yet another reminder that if it could happen to Taylor, it could happen to any black woman. That because you climb a few steps up the ladder, that you're on your way. You know, you did what they told you to do. And so now that you're supposed to have, well, freedom, <laughs> if you will. Jones, who is 88, has witnessed stories like Taylor's over the decades as an activist fighting for racial justice in Louisville. She still remembers when black people couldn't try on clothes, walk into theaters, or order sandwiches in downtown Louisville. And there was a minister that came to us by the name of Reverend Harris. And uh, the police had beat his son, had beat his son's eye, I think it was the right eye, had beat his son's right eye in his own yard. But unlike other times LMPD killed or treated black Louisvillians unjustly, Taylor's story rose to international notoriety. To Jones, last year's protests were an extension of the civil rights movement she joined in the 50s and 60s. Those are protests. The, the young, the Breonna Taylor protests is really not different because they were there because of the use and the misuse and the abuse of a young black woman. And she says that when people say Taylor's name, those that have heard the message, join the movement to speak against the injustice facing all black women. I'm Ryan Van Velzer in Louisville.